0: Welcome to the podcast that brings a little bit of fire, a
1: little bit of ice, and and a whole lot of ecua spice. Today, we will be talking about career journeys, and we have a special
2: guest with us, my cousin, Nella. (sighs) (laughs) I'm happy to be here uh, and to be able to share some uh, stuff with you guys.
1: You know, when we came up with this concept, I was actually thinking of you because of all the career changes you had. But then I also got curious as to what's the difference between having a career and having a
0: job? So, uh, well, a job is what you do to make money, right? And a career is what you do to long term and push along. I don't know where you keep moving up and that's a career, right?
1: well you know we obviously all had like a lot of jobs like a little side hustles here and there and um let me tell you about my first job in ecuador my aunt had a a store it's a convenience store um a a bodega. Bodega.
0: <laughs> yeah i was like that, that's what you mean so i understand it <laughs>
1: and yeah and it was funny because uh, me and my sister will just go to the store and she'll give us like little jobs to do like to put the rice in the little bags and you know make sure that you know, make sure you do two pounds of rice or two pounds of sugar. And, you know, assort all the cookies and all that stuff. And it was, I mean, that was kind of, it's used to pay us. So I'm assuming that's like my first job, right? Does that count as a first job? Should I put that on my resume? Um,
0: No, no, uh, don't put it on your resume, but it definitely, you can add it to your skills section.
1: <laughs> what? She knows how to-, uh, you, know how to <laughs> you know how to weigh stuff.
0: You know how to weigh stuff
1: stuff they'll be there like Ooh, what
0: kind of bagging and weighing were you doing
1: <laughs> well there you go
0: i put that on my special skills i like that
1: what was your first job
0: my very first job well we talked a little bit uh beforehand and i guess i did some babysitting right um uh, but really i worked in like kitchen for the summer you know video production nothing really exciting but i did as you mentioned a bodega i did at some point work at a bodega and my funny story is that while i worked there i i learned uh uh, i learned about crackheads really was my (laughs) my really real introduction to working at a bodega when i had the whole freaking place laughing at me because the lady was ordering her crack pipe making items right (laughs) you're laughing at so the little brillo there's like little brillo pads that they use for filters so I grabbed a couple of those for her. And then um, she's like, okay, can you get me a, a rose? Now, I don't know if you've ever seen at the bodegas, they sell little roses in these little like glass containers. In, like a pipe shape, if you really <laughs> want to look at it. Now that, now that I know what it looks like. So she was asking for a rose, and I was like, well, what color would you like? And she's like, I don't care. I was like, well, we have, and then I just went on with all the different colors. Well, we have red and we have blue. This purple one's really pretty. And I just kept going on. And then the the manager was my brother's uh, dad. And he was like, I Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> she just, just give her any of them. Was that uh, the job description? <laughs> no, he, and then I told him, I was like, you should have told me what those were, <laughs> what they were used for, you know? That way, but the whole place was laughing while I was giving this whole thing. I'm like, well, they must be really interested. I had no idea that I was holding up somebody's high. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about you, Nella? what was your first job? Um, I'm not sure if you remembered, but um, I kind of came up to you um, as before me turning 16 and I said, you know, I really want to get a job. And remember you took me to the bakery. Oh yeah, Oh, they, can I yeah. tell you something about the
1: bakery? All my friends work there. And the owner will not hire me. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. And I said, "Hey, I got someone for you. My cousin." He's like, "Okay, not you. Okay, no joke. The owner will not what? hire me." And all my friends worked there. Then my cousin worked there. Then her brother worked there. And I was not allowed to work in the
0: bakery. <laughs> but did you
1: ask to work there? I don't think he ever offered me, but when I said I have someone for you, and he said, "Okay, not you," I just already figured that he wasn't going to hire me.
2: <laughs> but that was a great job. It was. I was there for seven years. Yeah. And those guys were
0: great. So, I liked them. So you woke up really like. What's the baking schedule? different, right? You got to wake up super early. It was early.
2: tough. Um, as she can tell you there were holidays, especially she would come pick me up at any time of the day. Like sometimes it would be. You know i will get out let's say three o'clock in the afternoon and then go home sleep and come back like at one o'clock in the morning really um, even though we were younger you know we still we took it pretty serious um and i really enjoyed working with the crowd because first i knew everybody you know like she said um you know it's a small town so everybody that worked there was like nieces or nephews from the owners and friends of the family so um Working there was not um, difficult because you know you you had it was like a team. We you know we got together, we put things together, and we serve as the town that we live at. And it was really nice to kind of have that friendship besides the uh, work atmosphere. You know, it wasn't just business. You know, it was kind of like family as well. Yeah.
1: Well, also a pro for her, uh, her to working on the bakery was I'll drop her off at work at two a.m from the club and she'll give me a bread <laughs> to soak up all the drinks that we had that night. That's how I knew that she, I think that's how the owner also knew she was a good worker. She's like, oh my God, she went out and she still made it work because <laughs> she'll have to change in the car and then go straight to the bakery. <laughs> and that's when uh, coffee was
0: introduced to me.
2: <laughs> you know, so coffee.
0: Um... So did you purposely plant your cousin to look to work at the bakery so that you would have bread for um, club nights?
1: I had bread from my friends and from the owner. I mean, I'm a I'm a lover of bread. I love croissants. So I'd be like, hey guys, like hook it up with the croissants or the Napoleons. So when Nella was there, I was like, hmm, now I really have like a in-in with the bakery besides my friends. So it was a plus for me.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Thank you,
1: bakery. But <laughs> speaking of bakery. One of my friends, oh, my dad wanted me to work because I had like, I didn't work for like, when I was in high school for like a couple of months. And my dad's like, no, absolutely not. One thing about my dad is like, he'll give us anything, but we have to work and at least attempt. If I wasn't going to school, he said, well, then you're getting a job. So one of my friends worked at a kitchen at the hospital or was it like a convalescent home? And she hired me. She's like, come on, Christina, you have to work and you know, your dad will do it for you. The manager hired me literally just because my friend was a great worker. So she didn't know I had zero kitchen skills. Whatever I was in the line, in the line means uh, I had to feed like the the people that were there, they give you a tray and you have to like put the coffee, whatever they want. Like they give you a little list, like a little bread, a little yogurt fruit, whatever, in like a certain amount of time. So you put the trays in and (laughs) bring them to the people. (laughs) Yeah. I had the electrician come in and help me because I was like, I don't even know how to pour coffee. (laughs) Oh, my God. My friend used to do the dishes, then come and help me in the line. And I'm like, I'm sorry. So everybody's like, okay, maybe she's just learning. That was not for me when I was like, listen, I found a job. I went and I worked at a dealership. (laughs) And the manager's like, I don't even take that to heart. He's like, you don't belong here. Good luck, girl. (laughs) He's like, you know, I hired you because of your friend. He's like, good luck. So. I, honestly to me it was also an eye opening like that's not something i wanted to do like was it too fast paced or was it like i mean you're just serving so it's fast paced and it's also labor
2: <laughs> manual labor manual
1: labor. i don't think i was cut out for that i mean i you know we've talked about it in our first episode like i don't even cook so for me to just try to serve other people and that was just like, like in my head i'm like i'm getting paid i'm getting paid let's just do it i'm getting paid but it was not something I enjoyed. So I feel like also when you don't have joy, you don't try as hard. And I know I wasn't trying. I was just there for my friend, I felt bad. So when I told her I was quitting, no one was surprised. I think I was there for two weeks. In those two weeks, I was actually actively looking for something else and I found it. And I was like, this is awesome because I can't, I can't do this. And even, I'm telling you, the ma- the hiring manager was like, good luck, you don't belong in here, <laughs> see you later. And Hope to see you never. Do not use me as a reference. And I said, don't <laughs> worry. In two weeks, I won't even put this on my resume. <laughs> yeah, you
0: shouldn't. Definitely a learning experience for me, though. Yeah. So um, just because usually you jot down the facts during the episodes, I'm going to bring up some facts. So there's 160.74 million people in the workforce. With Right now, I know one of the biggest things that people talk about when it comes to COVID and staffing, right? The unemployment... Is at um, there's 9.5 million people unemployed. in comparison, right? Um, how many people are actually choosing that versus you know going to the workforce? But there's a lot of there's a lot of need for uh, staff, restaurants and 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 actually everywhere. Hospitals especially um, are missing staff right now.
1: It's because of all the stimulus packages right now. Everyone's getting free money,
0: so no one really wants to go back to work. Well, I I would say you know when it comes to like example hospitals right hospitals they staff gets paid very very well so do i think stimulus money is what's preventing people from working i don't think that i think it's burnout but that's what i think but um with all those people in the workforce people have multiple different jobs and i'm sure nobody has stuck to one we invited nella because you've had multiple jobs as myself i think we've kind of like jumped around a lot i know Christy has like five <laughs> jobs in her resume, <laughs> but, you know, um... hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> so Nella, um, like, you know, what, what kind of jobs have you done that are so like one is completely different than the other? Because you, you mentioned baking, but what's the other?
2: Um, before we move on from the baking part, um, the bakery was pretty much the job that supported me throughout college. I worked full time at some point um, in the bakery and went to school and it pretty much paid off my for college. I didn't apply for financial aid and I paid cash pretty much. So the bakery was like my basic, you know, in order for me to get my degree. And you were saying, like, what's the difference between like having a job and a career? I was using the job to build a career. So, you know, for those people who are wondering, you know, what might be the difference is, you know, when you have a career is, you know, when you have, when you work on a skill that you are going to, I don't want to say master, because I feel like, you know, you're always learning, but, um, you know, the bakery definitely helped build that for me. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, You know, some people grow up and say, you know, this is what I want to be. I want to be a doctor or I want to be. A nurse or I want to be you know a singer or you know in the you know dancing industry or whatnot but I had no idea what I wanted to do so uh, I ended up falling into education and working with children so the bakery pretty much paid my degree uh, for me to become um, early childhood um, teacher and that's what I did for a long time until like I feel like I hit that early, um, you know, that gap when you realize like, okay, like I'm reevaluating myself. What do I want to do now? I'm feeling like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Not, that is not a good career. However, I wasn't feeling accomplished within me. Um, yes, I enjoy the field. I love children. You know, it, it, I experience so many things. However, it was something that I kind of wanted to try something else. Kind of like I want to add more to my, my life curriculum in a way. Like I, I started thinking, reevaluating what I want to do. Like what if for some reason I have to move to a different state? Or let's say education for some reason changes and I can't do this anymore. What, how am I going to survive in this world? Like if I don't know how to do anything else. So I started kind of doing other jobs. Um, you know, part-time jobs, besides the full-time job, how crazy at some point I kind of was dealing with three jobs. So it's just different skills, you know, meeting different people, trying different things and and kind of kind of like adding a little bit of spice to my life. I was feeling like it was kind of like I hit a plateau where I was comfort, you know, it was more comfort and convenient but then I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, I want to try something different and stop being afraid and and go for something new. So when you say you revaluate your life,
1: so you obviously not talking about like a career, you're obviously talking about something that you enjoy. Like I said, when I worked at that kitchen, I didn't enjoy doing that. So whether or not it was like on my career path, because obviously I didn't go to school for that. I went to school for accounting, so I knew I was meant to work with financing and some type of like you know accounting and uh, managing money and all that stuff and portfolios I feel like that's what I'm good at that's what I want to do and I was lucky to have a teacher in high school when I first took accounting in high school I was a junior she was so good that that's when I felt I was like this is what I want to do so I feel like in my um, experience I learned pretty early on what I was good at because I liked it You're always good at what you like. I mean, I love to dance, but let's be, you know, when I was younger, like you said, everyone knows what they want to do. I wanted to be a choreographer. I want to be a dancer, not really like me on the main stage. I want to teach people how to dance and make, you know, shows or stuff like that. That's what I wanted to do. But let's be realistic. Like, what were my chances in here? Who knows? I didn't I didn't pursue it. But
0: you didn't chase a dream.
1: I didn't pursue it either, because once I took that class, I was so clear in my head that that's what I wanted to do. I'm like you know what? I'm good at it and I like it because I know people that are good at their job and they hate it. You know, I like it. I like what I do. I like numbers. I'm good with it. So in that perspective that you're reevaluating your life, did you, as in all the jobs that you tried, because you, yeah,
0: you work three jobs. I'd be like, hey, are you Let's hang out? Are you busy? What are you doing? But were you able, did, was part of the reason because you weren't making enough? Because I know people mentioned that teachers don't make enough. At one point, It was a little bit of the financial freedom
2: because I was, as she knows, uh, Christina knows, I was working on paying some debt. Um, So I was like, you know, easier to work and, and pay it off in a faster pace. And that's what my goal was. But then the other incentive was also going out there and just maybe I was feeling some type of hype, like I needed some more hype in my life. I don't know, like excitement, passion, yes. something, Yeah, something, it's yeah. something different, meeting new people. Um, some people are OK with the same thing every time and every day, the same routine. I felt like I needed, you know, I was doing it for so long that I didn't feel like everything was already expected. Like I already knew what was going to happen. Everything was routine. But I felt like I needed something new, something to kind of. So And yeah, like maybe like excitement. So what are you doing now? Now I work at an eye doctor's office. Um, I worked there for a year, part-time. That was one of my part-time jobs besides working at a sports store. Um, So pretty much I had three jobs, taking care of children, uh, full-time, part-time, especially holidays, because you know how it is for holidays. Uh, Everybody shops at the stores. And so, you know, the mall, the store was open late. I will get home even, you know, the store will close at 12 cleaning up and all that, maybe an hour. Um, and then my commute was probably about 20 minutes because I will drive really slow, very tired. Mm-hmm. So I will get home, you know, between one o'clock, one thirty, And then the next day, 7.15, I will have to be with the children. And then sometimes, you know, once a week and um, the weekend I will work at the eye doctor and it's different, you know, like. Is it exciting
0: though? because i'm just picturing what the girls do at the eye doctor i mean it's very
1: repetitive you like it no but she also says she's finding herself so meeting new people trying new things like she's not afraid like i had a hard time leaving a a job just because of the location because i wanted to be closer to my house and it was like pretty much the same kind of type of work. but i had a hard time leaving I was used to them I love the people there I mean they're, they're still my family I'm still in contact with them by the way I've never had besides the kitchen manager all my other managers I'm still friends with I'm still friends with all the owners we still I never it, burned a bridge
0: that is convenient like to me <laughs> Is it because you didn't like the kitchen that you didn't keep contact with the kitchen manager pr- or... I'm still friends <laughs> with
1: my friend that worked there that's about it but like you know I I had a hard time leaving the job itself like I had a yeah. hard time so I think it's brave of you that you try, you know, like, OK, even if it was just like for financial, you know, reasons, you went and you did it. I yeah. want to get this done. You had a goal. You did it. And that's like empowering. You know, yeah. you did it on your own. You didn't want like a man to help you or you're like, oh, let's just get married. Have my husband take care of me. You know, you did a good thing for yourself and you continue to do it,
0: which I admire that of you. Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, especially children, because, you know, my kids are teenagers and they their teenage age, and. Or like i they feel this pressure of not knowing what they want to do for a living i think it's uh, empowering for people to know that you don't have to know and even if you pick something you're not stuck there like you can continue your journey um and it just continue on you and
1: know to add to that as much as like i told you i had a hard time and i was afraid once you take that leap of faith you don't understand how many doors have opened and i'm just like wow if i never did that when i felt good in my heart and i had that feeling like it's I already hit the wall, I need to leave. And I did it, if I would have never done that, I wouldn't have found this job, you know what I mean? So it's it's a, a give and take, give, give have some faith on yourself too. Like, you know, you're capable of finding other things. So go ahead and try new things, you know, get your careers. Nella mentioned that she worked at the mall. So that's a funny story, a side story. My sister and I worked at a clothing store <laughs> at the mall, maybe for like a week. Because every time the guy will have new um, new merchandise, I will try it on. And I'm like, don't even pay me. Just this is the clothes that I'm buying. And I don't think he liked that. So my sister was the cashier. And I'm the one that walks around and greets the people and pulls the clothes. Oh I God. will start trying things on. <laughs> put them on. And I think, well, I think that guy was like kind of those pop-ups. Because he wasn't cool. He was like, a, he was just temporary. So we were there for like a couple of weeks. But my sister used to be like, stop trying on the clothes. I'll come home i had no paycheck every
0: paycheck went right back to the store i don't he shouldn't complain about that he was he was selling his merchandise even if it was for employee. wait were you getting an employee discount of course oh then now womp womp (laughs) (laughs) well um i know uh i i mentioned that i've done several different careers so i for the sake of you know the everybody's time I'm only gonna highlight a couple, and I'm no, gonna miss. No, no, you, you want me to? You, I I want Yurika to literally list every single job she's done right now. I don't care about the time. <laughs> well, I've worked in the kitchen. I worked um, in video production. I worked after school teaching video production. I worked at a movie theater. I worked doing inventory. I worked at a store at the mall. I worked at it as a taxi cab driver. I went to uh training to be a school bus driver i went and she didn't pass and i didn't pass (laughs) So, and then um i took a test to be a cop um i didn't pass the running by one minute um let me see uh what else i worked at the bodega i worked at toys r us as a cashier i did property management i um let me, see the ice I, truck, the ice, the
1: ice, the ice cream, cream truck. truck.
0: I did the ice cream truck. You were a boxer. I'm say a boxer,
1: weren't you, weren't you a
0: boxer or you were training to be a boxer? I was training to do boxing. I, I well, like that. <laughs> well, that's the thing, like that's why I always say you always have to go for your dreams. I also did the side hustles where I was making cupcakes, drunken cupcakes, drunken gummies. I did the the we talked to, we have this in common where we did the passionista type uh business, you know, selling some goods for women <laughs> and men right yes. <laughs> um and and uh and then in my career now i consider that i have a career because i've grown where i where i currently work at i've gone from like 16 hour job to a full-time position and really just continue to grow um and now we're doing this fun little side hustle here which doesn't get as much but well, this but is fun. for
1: fun. And also, also, now that you say that you were selling uh, drunken goods, you know, I worked at an answering service in the afternoon. So no one was there except me and my friends, because all my friends, again, all my friends worked there. And we used to just get drunk all the time. Like answer phones drunk. I don't know how people got their messages. One of my friends had to call my mom once and be like, you need to pick her up. Like, I'll punch <laughs> her out because this girl can't even like beep someone back in the days when they were beepers for the doctors. So... I used to, like, the answering service. Doctors services... still have pagers. <laughs> oh, they do? They do. I didn't know that. Well, we used to page the doctor on call. And I was so drunk, I'll just page, like, a random person. So, they'll just, random people will <laughs> call the
0: answering service. Like, who's this?
1: Horrible. <laughs> that's why I had
0: to leave. <laughs> because it was way too much partying. Oh, and then I did the real estate classes. Of... See, I just gone I everywhere. Did too. You just keep going. I yeah. did,
2: too. And that's something that I haven't, I haven't taken the test yet. Like she said, you know, I think Christina was pretty much one of the people who kind of pushed me to kind of come out of the comfort zone because, you know, she would always tell me like, oh, you know, I have um, of places that I know that they have openings for, you know, front desk or anything. And me, I was so afraid to come out of that comfort zone. It was everything I knew. I mean, I've been in the pre-K for, I will say, at least 15 plus years. And recently at the school that I worked at, um, 11 years. So it was kind of like the comfort zone. I was afraid to try something new. And now trying something new kind of made me more confident because you kind of see, okay, you know, I can do this good. And you get the compliments from your your supervisor, your boss. Um, and then, you know, you try something different and same thing. So it's the work ethic, you kind of build up and it makes you much better as a person. So, I feel like it helps a lot. Did switching careers or switching jobs help with the stress level that you were having before? Absolutely. I felt um, Covid hit pretty hard, especially in education, and I'm sure a lot of you agree with me. whether you were a parent or a teacher or um, you know, childcare, um, it it hit pretty hard uh, for us being uh, considered a preschool, but also childcare. We went right back to work as soon as states opened. Uh, a lot of schools continued to do the online teaching, but because we served uh, families in need, uh, we had to go back and pretty much full time. Yes, um, the amount of children were not as you know, full as we were normally, but um, you know the masks and the new steps that we had to take, cleaning, The six feet apart, you know, all the germs and all that put a lot of stress, not so much, you know, on us, but the children. So we had to deal with a lot of, you know, children who were not happy, you know, and trying to understand how do you explain to the children of what's going on. They had a lot of questions, you know, a lot of conversations about, you know, what they see in the news, what's going on. You know, big change in their life. Uh, for the newcomers, it was easier because they didn't really know any different. But for the children who came to return to us, everything was different. So we had to accommodate them with everything.
0: So with it, was it COVID hitting and, and having to readjust really impact your decision? And, and you know what, it is time to move forward and do something different
2: yes i feel like it kind of was the push to kind of try something different um like i said because i was afraid i mean you know i've been i was being offered to work for full time but i was not ready yet um so when the opportunity and i was thinking about that i'm like what if i don't get this opportunity again what if you know they decide not to hire me full time or offer me any more the or, you know, and then I stay here, and I'm not happy. Um, so I wanted to just go for it, just take the leap, try it. And the thing is that, like Christina said, you don't want to burn your bridges. So, um, you know, my previous boss, you know, she always, you know, acknowledged that, I, you know, I've always been a hard worker. And, and, you know, she always said to me, you know, if you ever decide to come back, you know, the doors are open for you. So I know that if, for some reason, this job doesn't work out or, you know, career um, that I always have doors open and not just so much with the place that I work at, but any other place, because I know my work ethic. Like I know when I work, I work hard and I give it my best. And, you know, like she said, you know, having a good relationship with the people you work for, uh, it's very important. It's a Latina thing.
0: Mm -hmm. We're very passionate, you know, yeah we may be
1: anything but work ethic. I feel like we all have that encrusted in us. like i when I'm slacking, I see my dad going like really really
2: <laughs> yeah really yeah. Is that you <laughs> but it's also because we also have had a pretty good um Examples. role models yeah. too and and guidance from not just you know parents but like the people around you. you know, uh, I've had experiences where you know people don't really put too much effort and for them a job is just a job or you know somewhere just to be at so they don't you know so they have a place to live or and they just leave the job because you know somebody talked to them wrong or they just don't like it you know the work ethic is not there and it shows in their performance when they're working too that's a struggle too like if you're working with somebody who is not I don't wanna say at your level because you know your expectations can be different. But if you're putting more work than somebody else, you know, it's gonna be a burden on
0: you. Yeah, and it creates that friction in the workplace too, because you're like this this asshole doesn't work. Like <laughs> <laughs> how come I'm doing all the work? Yeah. I yeah. feel
1: like that's how everyone was talking about me in the kitchen. So yeah. <laughs>
0: I did hear that
2: <laughs> and, and now it was a Yelp I, review <laughs> now having you know I feel like I work really well with the people I work with um and communication for me
0: it's important all right um Nela thank you so much for joining us today oh thank you for having me it was a really good experience
2: to be able to share everything with you guys today yeah we like it we like it that you come here and you
1: empowered us tell us the stories but that's all the time we have for today. So don't forget to check out our website, www.ecuarricanspice.com and follow us on social media. Have a buen día.
0: Y ahora para los afterthoughts.
1: Yo te tengo una funny story for the afterthoughts about um, all the jobs that we have did. I used to work at a Chevy dealer. And they used to have all the Corvettes, you know, the sports car. Mind you, I work with at least like 13 guys and maybe there was like two girls, maybe one saleswoman. But, you know, I was I just worked out the finance department. And um, one time they were putting the sports cars away because you couldn't keep them in the showroom. And there was this red Corvette and it was a stick shift. And I was like, I'll do it. And they're like, you're a girl. You girls can drive stick shift. And I'm like, oh, hello, I'm from Ecuador. My mom taught me in her Little Four Festiva. Thank you, mommy. <laughs> at 12 years old. So here are the boys, you know, like trying to be bad in their automatic Corvettes. And here I am running through the highway with the red Corvette, just, you know, full on speed, which means to tell you, you know, life is short. Go ahead. Take a leap of faith. Try something new. Do what you want. Do what makes you happy. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, one of the, my my afterthought was um something that, Nelita had mentioned because um, she had left um, her job at, right after COVID or during the COVID stress um, situation. Um, we're still going through COVID, but people like to mention the fact that people are leaving their jobs because of the stimulus check, and that's not something that she did, right? So, I I think that uh, you know people are probably reevaluating life and and jumping out of their current jobs maybe to something else. I know that the restaurant industry, for example, is having a really, really hard time staffing. And um, you know, it could be that people did that for forever, never thought that they could leave it, had an opportunity to take a break because of so many restaurants closing, um, the way things happen, and then reevaluated life, and now are probably doing something else, not necessarily sitting on their ass collecting stimulus because that the packages don't last forever. Everything. That everybody keeps talking about i mean I, I it doesn't make any sense to me but when it comes to your waitresses and your and the restaurant industry and the people that are serving you please just remember that we, we should be thankful that they're there to provide service to you even if the service is a little slower because there's not enough of them or or whatever just be kinder to the people around you there's no reason to be a douchebag and uh, tip your servers um be patient yeah just be nice I think we've mentioned that before but um that's our podcast with a little bit of fire a little vice and live the phrase sky's the limit like biggie
1: so good baby baby